Bullshit. It's the No BS Marketing Show. I'm Dave Mastovich, CEO of Mass Solutions, the world's only no bullshit marketing firm. Today marks the fourth anniversary of the No BS Marketing Show. I'm excited for another milestone and thought I would take some time to just walk through some of the key points about the No BS Marketing Show. The first is this show is all about leadership and communication. Throughout my career, I've seen how significant it is that those two elements have to be working together, leadership and communication. They're both a part of each other. The second thing that I've noticed throughout my life is that leadership and communication are hard to master, and you don't see a lot of people that master one, let alone both. Yet they're critical to personal and professional growth, which has been a passion of mine my entire life, personal and professional growth from an early age. I always just wanted to get better and help others get better, both personally and professionally. So leadership and communication play a big role in personal and professional growth. They play a big role in success of a team, of any kind of team, whether it's a sports team, an academic team, a community-based team, a business-oriented team. Leadership and communication play a big role in that team's success. It plays a big role in ongoing growth if you're at a company, growth of the people that work there, but growth of your top line and your bottom line. That's why I thought the No Bullshit Marketing Show should focus on leadership and communication because if you're a good leader and you're communicating in a strong manner, you're a no bullshit person. So when I started the show, I wanted to make it a guest-based show, decided very early that I was going to make it a guest-based show. And in the first year, we had uh, over 100 episodes and about 50 guests. In the second year, we ended up having about 37, 38 guests. But we got a lot of feedback that people liked whenever I did the impromptu shows and also when I did shows that were just really BS marketing focused, no BS marketing focused, either talking about what the BS was and how to fix it. So by year three, we ended up reducing our guests to probably about 20 so guests a year. And in year four, I think it was about 15 or 20. So now we, we get guests when we run into somebody that seems like they're into it or somebody will text me or talk to me and explain how they want to be on the show. Or I'll just say, hey, you're a no BSer. Let's get you on the show. But back to year one, I decided to make it a guest focused podcast and gave the guests five open ended questions, brought them on and had them talk. Here's what I learned about these guests. And these guests ranged from CEOs of large companies, managing partners of big, successful law firms, nonprofit executive directors, owners and presidents of startup companies, chief executives of manufacturers and growth-oriented companies, full-time mentors and coaches and leaders in places like Vistage, where we had Vistage chairs had been on the show, content gurus and creators, writers, authors, on-air personalities, editors of newspapers, leaders of TV stations, executive directors of large nonprofit community service organizations, the whole range of contributors as guests on the show. I, as the person that got to ask them all the questions and got to listen to all of their answers, 
noticed some trends. Now, these are successful people. And success, in my mind, I say success like beauty is in the eye of the beholder. So I hope that each of you has your own definition of what your success would be, and I hope you live to that. But when I look at others who I don't know exactly what their definition of success is, I still look at some ways that I define success. And I define success, are you making a positive impact on those around you? I guess these are also the things I led as a father with my sons. I talked about make a positive impact on those around you. Leave any organization, company, team better off after you're gone, better off than it was before you got there. Are you continually growing both personally and professionally? And are you achieving some milestones along the way? So that could range from someone moving up the ranks to be a CEO. It could range from someone who bought a company and then grew it and sold it. It could range from someone who did a startup. It could be someone who continually grew as a content creator, a writer, an author, a publisher. It could be someone who continually impacts others in a positive way through multiple organizations and continually grows themselves through education. So when you look at what was on the show, these are people that are strong leaders, strong communicators who live those values that I talked about. They leave the place better off than before they got there. They make a positive impact on those around them. What did I notice about these guests of which we've now had over a hundred guests probably closer to 150, 200. Six traits that I notice across the board in the vast majority, I'm talking 90 to 95% had probably five or six of these. Every single one of them had at least three or four. The first one, humble. There's a humbleness, even though these people are the best of the best, even though these are successful people that have moved up the ranks, achieved their goals, they're humble. Second major one is they tended to maximize what I call unplanned opportunities, maximize unplanned opportunities. There's an old line that life happens while you're planning it. And so even though I'm, I'm a planner and a strategist, I also know that you have to be able to read and react and move on what happens in front of you and what you see. These guests, the second point was they maximized unplanned opportunities. When something came, there was an opportunity for them or their company, they were able to maximize it. Number three, self-awareness. Self-awareness comes in many shapes and forms, but one is noticing how you impact those around you, both good and bad. Our guests, or like me as the host, there are many times where my self-awareness is I know that I've impacted the room in a negative way. I know that I wasn't my best. They were able to admit that. That ties back to number one, humble. But also to know how you impact people in a positive way so you can try to continually do that more. But self-awareness is also being able to learn from your life experiences so you do what you do well. I hear a lot of thought leaders, I guess you'd say, or, or motivational people who say, do what you love, live your passion. And I've talked about this a lot on the show. That's partially bullshit. Because do what you love and live your passion has to come after the self-awareness and after maximizing unplanned opportunities and after learning. So you then figure out what you do well 
So then you see that you figured out what you do well, and along the way you've learned and got better at it through that self-awareness, and you like it. So then you are actually living your passion, and you do what you love. Yes, I do what I love, but I didn't really know exactly what it was I loved the first day I started trying. And I couldn't immediately just go say, I'm going to just go be a marketing thought leader. I'm just going to go run a company. I had to learn along the way. So did the guests. They had the self-awareness to learn, read and react to opportunities, understand what they were good at, understand what drained them, so they could then do what they do well. That's the third one. The fourth one is understand the market. When we heard guest after guest talk, they would give milestones or even that tipping point phrase where they saw something was going to happen, they read the tea leaves, and they adjusted in a certain way. They shifted the culture of the company towards what they knew was coming. They shifted the offerings, the messaging, the leadership style, the leadership team, the communication based on understanding the market. That's the fourth one. The fifth thing that I noticed that they're open to change. If you look at my guest list and you see what all they do and have done, they've changed. They aren't the same position they were three years ago, five years ago, seven years ago, ten years ago. Yeah, they might sort of still be in the same field. I'm still in the industry of marketing, but I'm certainly doing something different today than I was three years ago, which was different than five years ago, which is different than 15 years ago. The same of my guests. My guests are open to change. And it goes back to all these tied together. The self-awareness leads them to know they personally have to change. So they're open to change for them and their companies. And number six, they know how to communicate. They know how to communicate and put an importance on communicating both one-to-one, one-to-ten, when it's in their leadership team, one-to-five, one-to-ten. And one to a thousand if they have a big company, and one to ten thousand if they have to make speeches and posts and social media and so forth. They understand the importance of communication and they know how to do it. So, the six things I noticed about my guests humble, number one. Number two, maximize unplanned opportunities. Number three, self awareness. Number four, understand the market. Number five, open to change. And number six, communicators. That's what I've learned in four years of having guests. Now, what have I learned by applying some of those myself and doing my solo versions of the episodes or episodes with other Mass Solutions team members? What I've learned by understanding that market and being open to change and trying to maximize unplanned opportunities is the importance of storytelling is now coming more to the forefront for leaders. Chuck Canaris, a Vistage chair who's been a guest, was a part of a Stanford leadership program, and he sat down and was talking to me about how a big part of this leadership program at Stanford, one of the top programs to be a part of, and that's what what's all Chuck's all about. He's about personal and professional growth. He fits these six traits as a guest. He told me that again and again they kept coming back to the importance of storytelling as part of leadership. That's why we keep talking about it here. We now see that it's becoming more mainstream, and that excites us because we and others who have been talking about the importance of storytelling for the past decade or decades are now seeing leaders realizing that they have to be able to craft stories tied to their style, make it memorable, make an emotional impact. So that's exciting to me that we've been talking about that for four years, 
It's an opportunity for any leader out there, but it's also an opportunity for Mass Solutions to do what we love because we've learned that we do that well and we can help leaders within the organization, which goes to my second major takeaway of the understanding the marketing, being open to change and the trends and maximizing unplanned opportunities is B to E marketing. We have been working with companies for 15 years to help them with their internal communication and their cultural messaging. And we took a pointed focus in the last year, year and a half to building a B to E marketing program so that people treat their employees the same way they treat their other customers. They're very comfortable with, we're a B2B company and we have B2B marketing. Or we're a business to consumer company. We have B2C marketing. We've built B2E business to employees marketing because you have to focus on value and values, value for your customers and values, how you live and what your culture is, is also valued by your customers so your employees are a key part of your marketing team and you have to market to them and you have to focus on educating them about what the strategic goals and objectives are of the company what the company's why is what the customer's why is which both those two answers lead to the company's big idea and then how does that person fit into their team and how does that team fit into the overall company's strategic goals and objectives that's what BDE marketing is, is making sure that that goes all the way through the company. And that enables you to build a B2E marketing program that takes all the tenets of no BS marketing, using market segmentation, using a compelling story, a big idea, having messaging pillars, using multiple channels because we all consume content differently and so do employees, using marketing intel to find out what employees are thinking and feeling, pulling it all together in a systematic way with ongoing marketing touches and communications through B2E marketing. It's huge, and we see that as something that can really help companies. And then the third and final point is all of this ties back to the art and science of marketing. I talk a lot with people that do tactical marketing. They wouldn't necessarily say they do tactical marketing, but when they see our no BS go-to-market system, they'll often say, well, what do you mean marketing intel? What are you talking about? How, how, how are you doing that segmentation? So they maybe touch on that stuff or maybe don't touch on that stuff and just build their tactics. We've even had people doing work for us as strategic partners who they struggled with the strategic aspect. They were focusing more on tactical and weren't understanding both the art and science and really wanted to live by the art. That's not going to get real results. That's BS marketing. You have to apply both the art and science of marketing. You can't be too biased on the science now that the science and math and the quants have so much uh, justified impact, but you can't also be too far along on the art, just instinctual Don Draper-like creativity. So it's combining the art and science of marketing. Those are the things that I've learned from our guests and from the feedback from our listeners, our raving fans, Mass Solutions customers and the Mass Solutions team. I've learned the six things that guests have. Number one, humble. Number two, maximize unplanned opportunities. Number three, self-awareness. Number four, understand the market. Number five, be open to change. And number six, communicate. And then my solo ones, focusing on the importance of storytelling, which is now becoming more and more understood by leaders across the country and across the industry. B2E marketing, which gets you results, increased productivity, recruitment better, and retention, more of it, B2E marketing, and the art and science of marketing. I want to thank you, our loyal listeners who 
constantly are giving me great feedback about the show. I want to thank the Mass Solutions team. So many members have been involved in putting this podcast together over the four years and over 300, over 300 plus episodes. I want to thank everybody that's been involved. It's been a great run. Really enjoying it. Looking forward to four more years. Four more years. Four more years. You sometimes hear that when an incumbent president is in. So four more years, if not more of that, and 300 plus episodes. Let's get to 750, 1,000 episodes. As long as we can keep bringing value to our listeners and as long as uh, our guests are continuing to have these awesome six traits that I've noticed that they've had through the past four years, we'll continue to record the Nobius Marketing Show from our studios in downtown Pittsburgh, bold, beautiful downtown Pittsburgh. Thanks for listening to this special episode of the NoBS Marketing Show. Remember, ask yourself, what's the big idea? And build your story around the answer. It's all about bold solutions, no BS.